Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. This is not a meeting of Narcotics Anonymous. However, there will be some similarities in how the study will be conducted. Each study will have the audio recorded and then published to the Anonymous Podcast. The overall goal is to provide commentary of the text towards reaching those seeking a resource like this. If one person benefits from our efforts, including us, then the participation will be well worth the effort. We'll have the introductions and then we'll jump into the text. Enjoy. Welcome everyone to the Anonymous Podcast. We are on episode one, first episode of the 12 Concepts Study. So grab your guide. We're starting on page B, the introduction, and moving into concept one. But first, we're going to go around and do some introductions. Um, let's start off with David. Hey, family. I'm David. I am a grateful recovering addict. Uh, clean date is July 3rd, 1988. My home group is closer to home in Freedom and Serenity New Beginnings area in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Awesome. Glad you're here. And I'm sorry, I, I meant to first go to Lee, our co-host. Sorry, Lee. Come on in. It's okay, Daz. I'm Lee P. Addict. I'm Daz's co-host. I live in New Orleans and my home group is the hybrid meeting of Open Mind. Thanks. Don't forget your clean date, my friend. 8-27-1987. Sorry. Thank you. No, no, no worries. All right. Hey, Phil, come on in. My name's Phil M. My clean date is 4-1995. My home group is Men in Recovery in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I attend meetings in the Pittsburgh area of Pennsylvania. Awesome. Glad you're with us, Phil. All right, Will, you're next. Uh, hey, family. My name is Will. I'm an addict. My clean date's February 27th of 2013. My home group is the Clean and Free Group in Ashtabula, Ohio. We meet Wednesday nights in Ashtabula. Perfect. Thanks for being here with us. All right, Lisa, come on in. Hello, my name is Lisa H. I'm an addict. My clean date is February 25th, 2012. My home group is Monday Night Miracles in Meadville, and I attend meetings in Central Western Pennsylvania. Awesome. Glad you're here. And Troy's right there with you. Come on in, Troy. I'm addict. My name is Troy S. Uh, I am from the Central Western PA area of Narcotics Anonymous as well. My home group is Cochran and Cares. We meet on Tuesday nights in Cochran and PA. My clean date is 215. 15. Lots of stuff to celebrate in February around here. That's cool. Thank you so much. Hi, Chrissy D. Come on in, love. Hey, family. I'm an addict called Chrissy D. My clean date is November 7th of 2015. I attend meetings here in Albany, Georgia, and on the virtual platform. We're glad you're here with us. And Diane, happy you're here with us. Hey, everybody. I'm Diane, and I'm an addict. My clean date is April the 2nd of 1993. Uh, I have a new home group called In Times of Illness that meets virtually on Tuesdays at noon. Um, and I think that's it. Awesome. Thanks for being here with us. And uh, hi, everybody. I'm an addict named Des. My clean date is July 24th of 1995. And my home group is We Choose to Live, which meets virtually every Wednesday at noon in out of the Fond du Lac uh, area. And I attend meetings in Wisconsin and virtually wherever they're available. 
So uh, with that, we're going to go into our readings. I don't think I, nope, I got everybody. Great. Um, and the first one to read tonight is going to be Diane, starting off with the introduction. All right. Let me get to my booklet here. <clears throat> Let's see. Narcotics Anonymous as a fellowship is defined by its principles. Our 12 steps detail our program for personal recovery. Our 12 traditions relate experience that can help NA groups maintain their unity and our 12 concepts are guiding principles for our service structure. The concepts summarize the hard-won experience of our fellowships first 40 years with such things as responsibility, authority, delegation, leadership, accountability, spiritual guidance, participation, communication, open-mindedness, fairness, and finances. The 12 concepts together help ensure that our fellowship service structure remains forever devoted to service and not government. Great. Did you want to discuss on that a little bit, Diane? And then we'll open and see if anybody else wants to talk. Um, you know, I got introduced to the concepts when I started uh, getting involved in region service back in, oh, I don't know, 2009, 2010. Um, and they really, because they were so simple and easy to understand, uh, I was really fascinated by them and uh, really delved into them, studied them. I've been to several concept studies virtually and in person. Um, and I look forward to this one. I just, I love the concepts as, as it comes to service because I think they fill in the gaps where the traditions uh leave some uh gaps for um assumptions that's not the word i'm looking for but anyway that's the best i can come up with so I, that's all i got no worries thank you so much for kicking us off and giving your uh information love it and uh, i see phil would like to come in and chat a little bit come on in phil uh, I'll be real quick. Uh, uh, that was a very good paragraph in the uh, concept. And um, uh, I did like how it was talking about a bunch of things with the spiritual principle. But one thing that really grabbed me is to, uh, when Di Diane read, is to how it uh, ended with um, the 12 concepts together help ensure our fellowship's service structure remains forever devoted okay to service not government and when when she read that i was thinking of reminding us to place principles before personalities but ever but but being devoted to service um it's just something to be mindful of being in service and and, and serving is to um what i'm really there for and to serve and um uh, that's all i got Thanks so much, Phil. And uh, that, that was great. Um, David, come on in. All right. So, you know, I think back to when this was originally published back in 1992. And just the how fraught with love the fellowship was about putting this book together. Um you know, taking that hard-won experience that it talks about in this paragraph about so many different things and 
putting putting these concepts into place for our fellowship was a game changer it really it really took us from being a fellowship from the wild wild west to being a an established an established 12-step fellowship that uh truly demanded to be respected um you know in all of our affairs um and you know like like phil said you know uh this helps these concepts help together ensure that our fellowship service structure remains devoted to service um it it takes away any of those preconceived notions of governance and puts us right back into a loving spiritual higher powers will that's all i got Awesome. Thank you so much, David. And come on in, Lisa. Hey, I'm Lisa. I'm an addict. Um, so I was born in 1991. I don't remember when these, yeah, there it is. Um, but I also really like um, that, that phrase devoted to service, not government. When I, when I look at that and I hear others share on this, I think for me, what the concepts represent um, is the upside downness of our service structure. And the fact that ultimately you know, we serve the home group with the purpose of carrying the message to the addict who still suffers. When I think of government, I think of like <laughs> the structure being the other direction, right? It's not the upside down pyramid. It's the regular pyramid with like one particular person in the lead at the quote unquote top, right? And when I think about that concept as it presents in government, I look at Narcotics Anonymous and I thank God that there is not one addict at the top of all of this, right? Telling us how this, how this whole thing operates, right? Ultimately, we are accountable to the home group in service to the newcomer, right? And I mean, to the addict who's still sick and suffering, that can be me on any given day too. Um, but when I think about like what others are sharing on the principles before personalities, like if there was one personality in charge of all of Narcotics Anonymous. I'm not sure if any of us would be here to be honest. Um, so I'm really excited to have this discussion with you guys. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much. And uh, oh, Lee, are you coming in? Yeah, I'm coming in hot, Daz. Thank okay. you, Lisa. Um, David reminded me when he said 1992, the year after Lisa was born, uh, we had a rotating conference back then. And if memory serves me correctly, it was in Dallas, Texas. And it was the Wawa. It was, in fact, the Wawa West. But even amidst that uh, less organized fellowship, we were able to produce It Works How and Why uh, and Just for Today also with the, with the concepts and bring those through the conference by what was really a US-centric fellowship. We, we were worldwide, but we were basically US-centric. And uh, those, those three pieces of literature really sparked a flame uh, in our growth. So thank you, David, for reminding me of that. And thank you, Lisa, for, uh, I'm gonna go run and get my Geritol right now, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Thanks everybody for reminding us how old we are. And uh, I think it's pretty cool. I just want to say that I got clean in 95 and I remember somebody giving me a 12 concept book early on. Very, I was still in a treatment facility 
And they were so excited to give it to me. And I, I had no idea it was pretty darn new literature. I, I didn't even know how exciting that was. I know how exciting it is today, but I didn't know how exciting it was back then. And I'm really grateful to that predecessor for thinking that I was um, somebody who would be even interested in literature. So I'm always grateful that people are continuing to do that. And and uh, yeah, so with that, we're gonna move on to our next person reading, which is Will. Hey, Will. Hey, family, Will, Attic. Um, the 12 concepts for NA service are a relatively recent addition to our fellowship's body of guiding principles. Since NA's inception in the early 1950s, we have used the 12 steps as a guidance in our personal recovery and the 12 traditions to steer our groups. The traditions empower the groups to create a service structure directly responsible to them. The traditions also offer fundamental ideals to guide all of our collective efforts. Our common welfare and unity, the ultimate authority of a loving God, leadership as service instead of government, group autonomy, our fellowship's primary purpose, cooperation without affiliation, self-support, the employment of special workers, attraction rather than promotion, public anonymity without a doubt, the principles of our 12 traditions offer guidance for everything we do as a fellowship. Yet the 12 traditions themselves were designed especially to guide the NA groups. They were never intended to provide our service structure with the specific direction it needs to serve by. The 12 concepts for NA service were created to meet that need. Um, I don't have a lot to comment. Um, I didn't comment because I knew I was reading next, but on that first paragraph, it gave a list of principles and the word authority was in there. I highlighted that because that word kind of seemed to not fit with the rest. So I'm a little curious about that. Um, and I guess I'll defer to some of the people that were around when these things came into play and, and changed some things because they've always been here since I've been here. Um, I've only ever gone through them once and uh you know, as a group with my sponsorship family, and that was during COVID because we all had nothing to do on a Friday nights. We weren't allowed to leave our houses. Um, so we went through this on Zoom. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to learn some things. I do collect NA literature. So this is the first one I've seen in the front where it says uh, copyrighted in 19 or published in 91, approved in 92. So I don't know if this was out and floating around before they actually approved it or what, what happened there, but sure somebody can enlighten me on that um but yeah that's uh i'm all ears that's all i got awesome thanks so much well take it away david yeah so the review and input and all of that version were published the year before it was approved so it you know went out and circulated that's why it was published in 91 but the approved edition of it was in 92 when it got approved by the fellowship. Um, you know, this, this paragraph talks a little bit about how, you know, our steps guide us personally, the traditions guide our groups, the concepts really pull the service structure together. So it's not individual groups running around uh, doing their own thing and having some sort of guidance as a full service structure uh, over over and above and and taken taken together uh, to bring more unity, uh, which is just amazing to me that uh, 
that uh, we we managed to pull together uh, hundreds and thousands of groups uh, to approve a piece of literature to guide us further and farther than we ever could have before. That's all I got. Thanks so much, David. And thanks for giving us a little bit of that history. That's good to know. And uh, I see Phil's ready to come in. Come on in, Phil. Yeah, well, uh, good stuff. Uh, yeah, I come in in that class of 95, too. And uh, the concepts was here. And it's just nice to know that uh, that uh, they haven't been here all that long uh, before me. But I do remember uh, them being... Um, adapted to the server structure and how they were put into uh policy and like and like like it's 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 saying uh they were um uh, uh the 12 concepts for na were created to to meet the, the needs of um the server structure um what i've learned too with 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 service um uh with them them uh uh i only really see them being read and um, things uh, in a in a service structure, not so much at a a home group or anything else. It's to when you get uh, for me. Uh, so when I got to uh, area service, I would see them uh, uh, adapted into a policy. Then let alone the region and things like that. But uh, but never passed the home group like it's saying they weren't really intended for the home group. You know. Um, so and now I know why they they weren't you know it's till you get to the service structure, and that's all I have and want to say on that. Thanks so much, Phil. And yeah, that's good. That's good insight, man. Um, I'm glad we're studying these. So hopefully we just keep talking about them more, right? <laughs> the concepts are great. So um, the next paragraph is going to be David. He's got a nice long one for us. So take it away, my friend. <laughs> Beginning with concept one, they describe the creation of the service structure by the groups, the group's final responsibility and the authority for NA services, and the practical authority delegated by the groups to our fellowships, boards, and committees for the development and maintenance of services on behalf of NA as a whole. The concepts recognize that service authority must be delegated with care, highlighting the qualities to be considered in selecting responsible NA leaders and emphasizing the importance of regular, open communication throughout our service structure in maintaining service accountability. To minimize confusion in assigning, fulfilling, and answering for NA services, the concepts recommend that each service responsibility be clearly defined right from the start. In addressing the decision-making processes used in our services, the concepts recall our spiritual foundation as well as the practical and ethical wisdom of inclusiveness and open-mindedness. To guard against the misuse of delegated authority, individual trusted servants are provided with a grievance process. The responsible management of NA funds, often a sore spot in service discussions, is dealt with directly. And finally, just as the traditions conclude by summarizing all 12 in a single word, anonymity, so the 12th concept offers a fundamental idea that underlies all the concepts. Our structure should always be one of service, never of government. I'm going to let somebody else take this one. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Phil. Yeah, if nobody's going to say anything, uh, 
I'm uh, going, going to say something, and and probably uh, because uh, one of those those muster in there. How about that? Even the concept <laughs> we have a must, and um, and only when uh, and the only reason why I'm going to say something because I, I did have some uh, conviction with that paragraph that was was read, and uh, and it's and just something just happened uh, just a couple of days. Uh, 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 in a service structure uh, with one of my sponsors and things. I'm not going to get into all that, but I like what it says. The the concepts recognize that service authority must be delegated uh, with care, uh, highlighting the qualities to be considered when selecting responsible MA leaders. And that's as far as I want to go on that. Um, there was somebody in, in service, um, and I, I don't want to be taking maybe his in, inventory and things like that, but it was one of them them things where work got to get done, and I, I got somebody that I'm sponsoring, and uh, they've been in service for a while, and this person hasn't been in service for a while. And it was one of them things um, in conversation is, okay, you've been here for for a while doing things this person hasn't, you know, so have some kind of um, care and consideration for this person because they're learning and things like that. You've been here for years. They haven't. Yeah, they, and, uh, and I guess one of the things uh, too was uh, this person worked in service. He's taking a, I'm not going to say a backseat because all of our service positions are good, but he worked in an area level and he went back to helping his home group. And this person's coming into an area level and they they just haven't been here that that long. And um, and this is back to that um, uh, must be be careful um, and, and take some kind of care in. Um, in our members, you know, and just being a little bit more mindful and things like that. And this is important to just, I guess, to be. Be mind mindful, and then then how it ended too of of one of service and um never of government, and I just always need to be 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 mindful that I I'm doing any kind of service. I'm I'm just here to serve, and it's you know not all the politics and things like that ever. And that's all I have. Thank you so much, Bill. And uh... Yeah, one more must for your list, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, Will, come on in. Hey, Will Addicts. Um, so this is kind of uh, reassuring, I guess. Like I said, I have gone over these, and I've been in a few service uh, positions where, where this really was relevant. Um, the nice thing about pointing out, like, uh, you know, a uh, single point of responsibility um, you know, delegating and have very clear defined, you know, what we're supposed to be doing um, speaks to my operational mind, I guess. So um, when you get to those things, like the one I was thinking of in particular was like uh, the ACNA merchandising committee. Like I would go before, uh, you know, the, 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 the convention committee with everything we did at our committee meeting and present it there. And then people would start to throw their two cents in like well did you do this or did you try this and which was really committee business and I didn't know that because I had no practical use of it at the time um and some you know predecessor stepped in and helped me with that like hey this is something you should discuss over here 
Um, you have guidelines on how to do your job. Did you do it the way we asked you to? Yes, I did. You know, and I just didn't have that 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 ammo to stick up for myself because I wasn't familiar with it. Um, and now I'm back on the committee again. And lo and behold, the same things are popping up. But now I'm like, hey, listen, I got this. Um, I, I know I did what I needed to do and here's where I did it. And instead of getting like offended or flabbergasted or whatever about somebody questioning me, um, I can go in going, Hey, I know that I'm supposed to talk about the money exactly the way I'm supposed to talk about. I know that I have these hurdles I have to meet before I make decisions. So I can say, Hey, I did this, I did this, I did this, and this is how I got here versus stuttering and going, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I could talk to your cousin about shirts. I don't know. Um, um, you know, and, and speeding things along because when you get to that level and you have so many people in the room with so many ideas, like it can just become white noise if we don't have that single point of, of you know, focus, um, at least in that thing. Um, and like the money thing, like I, if you ever asked me about money, I just assumed you were accusing me of stealing. But like to have it written down ahead of time, like, hey, they're going to ask you about the money. Oh, OK. OK, so it's normal. It's normal. It's not because it's me. Um, you know, that 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 helps. So so having some things outlined and being able to follow a, a path like that is. Um, like it says, a little different than you see at the home group level and things like that at, at points. And it just, it's OK. Um, and for the first time, I think it starts to pull my skill set from outside the rooms into relevance inside the rooms. You know, not not before where they were asking, like, you know, have you ever managed a team? Have you ever been in a leadership role? Like that's not something they asked me when I got my white key tag. That 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 was something that came later down the road. So um just to see those things crossing over into one realm, uh pretty neat. Thanks. Thanks so much, Will. Awesome. And Lee, are you gonna come in quick? I was going to wait till after Lisa. I wanted to just check back in with Will real quick to see does how the, the transition, when you asked a question about authority, how the next paragraph uh, talked about, you know, the final responsibility being there and the practical authority delegated by the groups. When I first, first read it, that word authority struck me funny too, but but it does go on to kind of break it down a little bit more. I just was wanting to loop back and make sure Will's will, because I think you asked a question, actually. I'm not sure. I just I did. To, yeah, I caught that. Yeah, it kind of expands on it. And yeah, hopefully you're good. Go ahead, Lisa. Thanks, Des. Sure, no problem. It's actually Troy. Come on in, Troy. Hey, everybody. Um, so I, I have a lot of the same experience, I guess, with Will and the aspect of like, I, within service, I never heard the concepts until I got to area and started serving at that level. And like, I remember like early on, like when you hear them, especially like when you're not, you know, you're just new and you're trying to like figure everything out. Um, to me, like I would just like hear them and not even pay attention to them. You know what I mean? And then like once you stick around for a little while and start, you know, gaining a little bit of experience within service and how it works, um, some hard lessons that I learned that I wish I would have read and paid attention to in the concepts was like the um, it says uh, in this one spot that each service responsibility be clearly defined right from the start. And like I recognize now from like some 
difficult experiences within service that how important that is. Um, and I know we're going to talk about that like later as we get to that concept and everything, but it's like, I took on a position once not really knowing everything it entailed. You know what I mean? I just thought it was going to be something that, you know, Oh, I want to do this. You know what I mean? Sounds great. And, um, and then it was like really overwhelming. You know what I mean? It, it, I ended up like taking over like a, yeah, they feel shaking. So I ended up taking over like a couple um, different things and it, it was like really overwhelming and it happened to me just recently actually um with the service commitment I took on at region and like I had like no real guidance it just hadn't been done in a long time and so like I'm just like winging it and then I'm figuring stuff out as I go and then like people started saying well this stuff exists this exists like do this do that and like part of it was me not asking for help but at the same time like thank God that that does exist, that that has to be defined right from the start. Um, because that really helps me stay accountable, right? And it starts to talk about that stuff too. When I know what I have to do and I know what's expected of me within service, you know, that that helps me stay accountable and say like, this is what I have to do, right? Because if we just like hand things over to people and say like, all right, dude, go get it, you know, um, that can go a lot of different crazy directions. So I'm like really thankful and grateful for that. And I'm grateful that people did shove me in in a way, but at the same time, like I'm glad those things exist. Cause then when I was like done beating my head off the wall, I was able to go look at something in writing and say, Oh, that's what I'm supposed to do, you know, and make sure that I fulfill that. But that's all I got. Thanks. Awesome. Come on in Lisa. Hello, Lisa Addict. Um, so I was also feeling a little bit confused about the authority comment in the previous paragraph, right? Because like, we're not a structure of government, but we have authority inside the NA service structure, right? Um, and reading this paragraph that David just shared with us, um, it kind of weirdly kicked my brain kind of into work mode, right? Um, I think that sometimes we forget that at like world level, NA is a nonprofit, right? And like, there's a certain like business aspect associated with that. Like the concepts in our, like our world service office and the special workers there, they protect our literature, right? Like we have copyright attorneys and we have people who like mind all of the things that keep us safe from, you know, like, I don't want to take shots, but from like rehabs, stealing all of our literature or from people just posting it online or changing it mm -hmm. at will, right? Taking like maybe what they think is a creative freedom, but, but which could ultimately, you know, endanger the lives of addicts. Um, and I think all of that comes down through, you know, policy written by areas and regions. Yeah. Or regions posting, Hey, wait, Will, you, um, <laughs> our region did that. Uh, regions posting PDFs is what Will threw into the chat. Uh, my home area, right after I became a part of my region's delegate team, we got an email from World like, hey, you guys can't post PDFs of literature on your website. And I went, oops, sorry, World Board, that's my home area. We'll address it, right? Um, that was super fun. And But like we learn through experience, just like the traditions tell us, right? Like it comes through time in the fellowship and time in service and figuring out like, hey, this got really jacked up. So we need a policy, right? And like, that's where my brain was going with this is the concepts teach us how to write policy, 
right? Like, and I don't think that like a whole lot of people come into NA with any kind of policy writing experience. You know, I didn't get any policy writing experience until I came to NA, got clean, got my shit together, got an education and happened to fall into work where I write policy, right? Um, so I think that that's really kind of an eye-opening thing for me to realize, although I'm not sure if I'm still like making the full connection on the authority piece. So if we can continue discussing that, I'm super interested. Um, I don't know if that's linked to like accountability, money. Um, I definitely think that especially at world level where money and, you know, the legal stuff is involved, um, authority probably has some kind of role there. So I'm open-minded to learning. Thanks. Thanks so much, Lisa, and uh, glad you gave your input. I just want to say before David's going to come in and share, but I just want to say that I've always been, um, like early on in my early service, I was just grateful that somebody noticed that I was there and I had skills and I, I never asked what was expected of me. And um, today I tell everybody that is around for service, that it's okay, ask questions, get involved before you take the position, make sure you know what it is. It's not a popularity contest, although sometimes I think service feels like that, like the popular kids get voted. And if you're cuter or prettier, or you wear the better clothes, or you flirt enough, or you have you know the nice looks, you'll get the position. And I just wanna tell anybody here or that's listening that if you're interested in doing service, just get involved and ask questions. And I have continuously been the person who's asked questions after my first decade clean because I didn't ask any questions. I just said, oh, I guess I can do it. And then I was in over my head and overwhelmed and sad and maybe a little angry at NA for a minute. And, and now that I ask questions, a lot of that has gone away. And I'm grateful to um, my predecessors who taught me that it's okay to ask questions that that's what we should do. And, and it says in here that we should be given a set of instructions. And the last thing I'm gonna say, and then I'm gonna let David talk, is who writes the set of instructions? We do. So if you're leaving a position and you haven't written down a set of instructions, go back and do that. Write it down, pass it on to the next person because they're coming in right after you and they want your experience. They wanna know what they're walking into. I did. And I do that every time. I'm like, whoop, we got to write instructions. Here's here's what I did. Here's what was expected of me. Because I don't want anybody else to be blind in a position. Leave everything a little better than how you found it. That's what I've learned here. So to you, David. All right. So the discussion has come back to the authority phrase. Um, and it says it right at the beginning of this paragraph that Beginning with con the con uh, concept one, it describes the creation of the service structure by the groups, the group's final responsibility and authority for NA services. It's going back to that upside down pyramid where the groups are delegating to the rest of the service structure how to operate. You know, from a group level, the groups have the authority to tell the world how to behave. 
Uh, it tells the world what we want done with the Fellowship Intellectual Property Trust. It's the groups telling the area. It's the groups telling the region. It's the groups telling the zone and the world what we want as a fellowship. That's where that authority goes goes into play. So that's all I got. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for, I'm so glad you're here, David. You got that insight that we really need today. So thank you for being here. And um, our next reader is going to read that final paragraph in the introduction. And I lost my list in the chat. Hold on. I'm going to be there. It's going to be yep. Phil. Oh, hey, Phil, take it away. Now, the 12 concepts for NA service are yours. The NA fellowships. The concepts offer practical guidance for the conduct of our services from the group all the way to world level. How valid are the 12 concepts? Your experience in applying them will determine their validity. They are valid only to the extent that they prove helpful. However, just as steps relate our collective experience in recovery and the traditions are experienced in group unity the 12 concepts summarize a vast amount of experience in NA service experience we would all do well to consider and apply wherever appropriate um once again like it's it's saying the the 12 concepts um are for service and it talks about uh, all levels of service and it's not saying for the group groups or the the um the individuals but they're just designed for although the people do work in the service you know i, I don't i don't I'm, I'm not saying that but it's it's still that um guide or something that's helpful to 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 navigate our our service structure and and like it says, uh, all the way up into the world, you know, and there's all kinds of services, you know, the the, the area, region, and um, then even the breakdown of different things uh, in there where um, stuff got to have policies and things like that, and um, and and just like how it it ended, apply, uh, we do well to consider and apply whenever appropriate. Um, my application of them or, or knowledge of them, doing anything with them, coming up with any things to go over a review or whatever comes up uh, in different things has just been um, service things, you know? That's all I've been working or doing anything with any of them. And that's all I have. Awesome. Thanks, Bill. Come on in, David. All right. So one of the things that I find funny is the history part of this paragraph. Because when this was up for review and input, when it was up for the discussion period, there were people that were asking that question. How valid are the 12 concepts? Like, do we really need 12 more things that we have to focus on? We've already got steps. We've already got traditions. 
what do we got to do with another 12? Oh my God. And that's where the answer for this came is your experience in applying them will determine their validity. They are valid only to the extent that they prove helpful. If people didn't apply them, they wouldn't be valid. If people didn't apply them, they wouldn't be helpful. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I and it with it following up, the 12 concepts summarize a vast amount of experience in NA service, what our predecessors brought forward in NA service, and it's experience we would all do well to consider and apply whenever appropriate. You know, listen to your predecessors. They might have something to say. That's all I got. Awesome. Love that, David. All right, Will. Ready when you are. Yeah, Will Addict. Um, yeah, that last paragraph was nice. Um, I don't know if I just had a long day or what, but I've just gotten progressively pissier and pissier as we read this. Um, but like I, I get it, like to a point, and I generally only learn lessons when there's pain enough involved that I, I need to refer to something outside of where I'm at for help. So, yeah, I guess I, I get the point to when they become valid. When I run into situations in service where we're all arguing and we realize, hey, to David's to my right. I'm pointing for people that can't see and are listening. Um, yeah, maybe there's someone who's gone through this before that can help us not, not sit here and spend six hours at an area meeting arguing over something that, that maybe we've gone through before. Um, maybe all completely off track, but it brings me back to like, when I first got clean was when Suboxone was starting to become a real thing, like a big thing. And we would, we, we sat there and we talked about it at home group meetings in area and for in um, my great, he's my grand sponsor, great grand sponsor. Now, like there's a story in the basic text. We can read it. Um, kind of defines, you know, exactly how we, we, we've dealt with this and the, Oh, Oh, that sounds great. That's perfect. We should do that. You know, but until somebody, pointed out that we, we yeah this isn't new guys this is stuff we've been dealing with for a long time you know we have a way we've handled these things um you know all of a sudden it went away very quickly um and everything was a-okay we didn't have to argue anymore um so to to say that hey only when they're valid when we when we need them when they're helpful when we when we turn to them all of a sudden or when we're, we're we have a big enough headache well, all of a sudden i'd be ready to listen so still sticking around still finding out Thanks. Awesome. Thanks for the hope shot, Will. Glad you're here. All right. We're going to move forward with a little more reading, and Lisa's going to read this first uh, paragraph here under the 12 concepts for NA service. All right. The, under the 12 concepts for NA service, the 12 traditions of NA have guided our groups well in the conduct of their individual affairs, and they are the foundation for NA services. They have steered us away from many pitfalls that could have meant our collapse. Our various services, our various service units serve, that's a tongue twister, service units serve, for example, they do not govern. We stay out of public debate. We neither endorse nor oppose any of the many causes that our members may feel strongly about. Our approach to addiction is a non-professional one. We are fully self-supporting. The traditions have provided our fellowship with essential guidance throughout its development, 
and they continue to be indispensable. I, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of breathing a sigh of relief going back to the traditions here for a second because, you know, that's what I know and it's familiar and I'm not as familiar with the concepts. I myself have only been through them one time, but, um, you know, I think it's important to look at how, how we got here, right? I think when, you know, to kind of come back into like policy and guidelines, I think it's very easy when you first come into like area or region level service and look at like a big, thick, you know, policy packet or the guidelines you're sitting in your first region meeting, reading the guidelines and you're like, what in the fuck is this? Right. I think it's important. Yeah, David. And it's important, like for me as an addict, right. I am like defiant by nature. I have like a rebellious streak in me. I don't want to be told what to do, but if you tell me why we're doing it, and I can understand how we got here with it. That makes me a lot more likely to be on board, right? And, um, you know, it, the traditions, I think, really like when I when I think about the steps, traditions, and concepts, um, I think the steps keep me from killing myself. The traditions keep me from killing you. And the concepts keep all of us from killing NA as a whole, Right. Um, and I feel like that's kind of what's being echoed as we are getting into these next couple of paragraphs here. They're kind of laying that foundation for like, why is this important, right? Because I think maybe Troy mentioned earlier, like when you're brand new, the concepts feel kind of dry. And, um, you know, it's really funny that last paragraph that um, Phil was reading um, kind of made me think about the traditions where it says, um, like understanding these traditions come slowly over a period of time right? That's a very confident statement for the literature to make, right? Like you'll get it when you're older, basically. And I sort of feel like, you know, that's what that paragraph was also saying, like how valid are the 12 concepts? Well, your experience will determine how valid they are, which is basically like saying to me, like, hey, hang on to your butt. Like you're going to get to a place where you see why we need these things, right? Um, and it, it sort of reminds me of like on a personal level, and this is like how I have to conceptualize things for myself to like understand them and be able to apply them in my life is like, how does this apply to me on like an addict level, right? I'm super self-centered, so I still have to do that. Um, it reminds me of that place in the literature where it talks about, like, I think it's in the context of like switching substances and like identifying as an addict where it says it wasn't a problem until it became a problem for us. Right. I think there are situations like that in recovery and in service where it's not a problem until it's a problem. And we might not have even known this would be a problem. But the concepts have also given us the tools to write policy, not just for today, but with the future of NA in mind. Right. When we're voting, we can make decisions and ask each other, like, how does this affect addicts five, 10, 15 years down the road if we put this into policy? Right. And given the rotation of like our service structure, especially at World, like, five, 10 years isn't really that long. If you think about it, like, I know, like I'm at the start of a six year service term. Right. Um, so, you know, thank God for the traditions and I'm, I'm glad to kind of have a little bit of context. And if the literature is telling me, hold on and see, I'm going to hold on and see. Thanks. Oh, Troy wants to talk too. <laughs> All right. Take it away, Troy. Attitude, <laughs> Troy. Um, so, I guess the commonality that I've been seeing in the last like several paragraphs um, is deferring to, um, you know, pitfalls experience 
and things like that. And I think that's really important because I just think about, you know, on a smaller level, like with area service or something like that, like how many area meetings I've been in where I've sat there and like uh, something gets brought up like an issue. And it's something that's like already happened like three or four years ago or whatever. And like nobody seems to remember it. And then like you kind of sit there and realize there was only like three of us there that were actually there, you know? And so then it's like, you know, and you watch how like the debate comes and goes. And like you're sitting there thinking to yourself like we're this is a complete waste of time because we've already done this. But, you know, you kind of got to let it like play itself out. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure that happens everywhere. Like, but um, that's why I think this stuff's so important, because to me, what it's what it's saying with the concepts, like the the generalization I'm getting from the introduction is saying, like, this is a collection of like a bunch of shit that we've already went through. And like, this is going to help you because you're going to run into this like bet it's going to happen, you know, and um you know, my experience tells me that that's true. And so like, <clears throat> I just think of examples of like, you know, when I hear a newcomer or somebody that's been around for a year or two say like, well, our area sucks, you know, because they have everybody in our area does this or they do that or whatever. And then like, when you're around long enough and you get to know enough people in like other areas, you're like, we all have the exact same fucking problems. Like all of us, like sometimes it's on a larger scale or a smaller scale, depending on how big your area is or how big your region is or whatever. But I think that speaks volumes for it's kind of there's a lot of hope in that, though, because it speaks volumes for the commonality that we all have and that we all share and that we all share the same problems. And thank God that we do, because if we do, then somebody's been around longer and knows more than I do. And that I am very grateful for today. So it's a good day to be clean. That's all I have. I'm going to slide in real quick, Des, because... Uh, no, that's perfect. And then you can go right to reading, so take it Thank away. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I think it was David who made me remember um, this was a labor of love, you guys. And and I'm, I'm going to try to illuminate this. Picture the eight of us sitting around at a table discussing a paragraph of this book, a secretary writing all that down. Then you got to snail mail it off and then you got to wait for a reply to come back. And then there's another argument about, you know, maybe one word. And, and it took time. It took a lot of time. It took a lot of patience. Um, and, and one of the things about us having, having guidelines, they're, they're guidelines. They're not uh, brick and mortar. They're, they're, they're there for, for you, new interpretation. And, and that's the beauty of this evolution. And, and we're growing, you know, and we have new voices and new ideas. And there's room within the traditions and the concepts uh, for that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I have to cook dinner for some, for, for uh, yeah, before I go to bed tonight. Um, and that's in the chat, guys. You can't see that. But yeah, this whole, this whole process uh, helped me to learn. And then having people with three or four years clean, when I got clean, guiding me in the service, because I, I made huge mistakes and, and was very opinionated when I got here. Um, and so they would, they would ask me questions and I would ask them questions back. But getting these, these pieces of literature in print, man, it was, it was work. 
it was work. Now we have discussion boards and we can, you know, type on a keyboard real fast and, and exchange ideas and, and get it to the floor sooner uh, than, than back then. But yeah, I just wanted to jump there for a second, Des. Do you want me to read that paragraph? I think we have enough time, huh? Yeah, um, take it away, Lee. Thank you. The 12 concepts for NA service described here are intended to be practically applied to our service structure at every level. The spiritual ideals of our steps and tradition provide the basics for these concepts, which are tailored to the specific needs of our fellowship service structure. The concepts encourage our groups to more readily achieve our tradition's ideals and our service structure to function effectively and responsibility. And, and my comment about that is going to be, it's all, it's all tied together. And Lisa, Lisa, you've described it kind of the way it was taught to me. The steps helped me to get along with me. The traditions helped me to get along in business and in the boardroom and the concepts guide me in my service. And, and I hadn't said this earlier, but I don't even know when it happened. There was a point in, in my service uh, resume acumen or whatever you want to call it, where I had to re remind me to put the principle before my personality. It wasn't you guys anymore. I couldn't, I couldn't just like, uh, oh, wow, you know, so-and-so said this, so I'm, uh, I'm going to go ballistic. I had to put the principles and, and there were several we read in relation to the concepts. I had to put the principles before my personality and, and, it changed everything. I mean, it really did. And so I'm going to stop there, Des, because we're kind of getting short on time. Uh, thanks. No, that, that's fine. I was just going to say, um, Chrissy D, are you there? I had asked if you wanted to read the last paragraph, but if you're not, um, there you are. I can read it. Terrific. Thank you, love. I'm going to call Chrissy D. Um, these concepts have been crafted from our experience. They're not intended to be taken as the law or in a service, but simply as guiding principles. We find that our services are stabilized when we conscientiously apply these concepts. But as our steps have stabilized our lives and our traditions have stabilized and unified our groups, the 12 concepts guide our services and help ensure the message of Narcotics Anonymous is available to all addicts who have a desire to stop using and began practicing our way of life. I would love to hear your comments. I always love what Chrissy D has to say. So if you want to comment, that'd be great, love. Okay, I feel like, you know, I'm still really new at all this. Um, I always wanted to, to go through the concepts, you know, and it's more about the lived experience. I've never got to actually, so this is my first time actually getting to go through them like this. Um, my first experience with the concept was somebody used it against me and told me I needed some humility from the fourth concept. So obviously I didn't like the, fourth, the concepts. And, uh, but just listening to it because my mind's been trying to process everything tonight. And um, there was some words that was constantly used over and over. And I've learned that like, if a word is repeated, it's very important. And the words that was repeated was practical and fundamental. And then also with the, the ballot thing, it, I looked up the definition and it, the defi one of the definitions appropriate to the end of view. And Lisa brought it up like the future, right? 
the future? Are we looking at the appropriateness of the future addict who's not here yet and how it applies to them? And are we offering a fundamental process for them? Are we offering a practical process for them? Because I know when I got here, these concepts didn't feel practical. Staying clean didn't stay, feel practical. Working steps didn't feel practical. But y'all gave me a simple process. And um, I think it's a beautiful thing. And um, I'm just real grateful to be here to be able to do this because I know the steps have formulated in my life. The traditions have formulated in my life. I've not killed nobody. And uh, I know that the concepts are going to do the same in all my affairs. And I think it says it best in that first, very first sentence. Narcotics Anonymous as a fellowship is defined by its principles. We're not defined by what cup of coffee we serve. We're not defined by whose hunger is better. We're not defined by is it virtual or is it in person. We're, we're defined by our principles. That's all I have. Thanks. Thank you. That was beautiful. Um, I think we're just going to wrap her up there and see everybody next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we appreciate everybody here, everybody listening, and we hope you keep coming back. Um, uh, what a joy to be part of your day. So thank you. And Thank you for walking with us on this journey. Please reflect on what was discussed and apply it to your life. Share this resource with anyone you feel led to do so.